For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. I'm your host, Justin Davis, aka JD. And if you are new here, this is for you. This show is all about people discovering their higher selves through adversity, vulnerability, with a big underline under that word, and self love. If you are not new here and you've been rocking, you're a part of the community, you know what it is. I say thank you, thank you, thank you. I see you. I hear you, and I gratefully appreciate you. Okay, so today's episode is going to be a little different. Actually, very different now that I think about it, because uh, I'm going to give each and every one of you watching and listening right now direct access to something that has never been done before. (laughs) No one has ever had access to in my life, which is uh, a journal entry. I'm going to read a journal entry that I wrote down late last night as I was reflecting on a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I really think I like, I I cracked the code to something that I so desperately need. And I've been so desperately wanting to figure out for the longest time. So before we get into that, um, we're going to go over the quote of the day and set some intentions for the episode per usual. Uh, Let's start with the intentions. So My intentions for today is to be able to try to give someone who can relate to what we're going to be talking about a sense of peace of mind, a sense of just slight clarity and and maybe a little bit of understanding as to obviously, you know, the drill, you're not alone. That's one of my biggest things here for the show, Um, but also being able to articulate hopefully how you feel, at least at least try to Um, quarter of the day. Don't move in chaos. This is something my yoga instructor preaches all the time whenever we're in between sequences and it's 120 degrees and we're struggling and we're just trying to get it over with. He very simply states and as a reminder and says, don't move in chaos. And when I was thinking about this today, it really resonated with me because I was wondering how many other things I do in chaos, (laughs) you know, how many decisions am I making in chaos? How am I speaking? Is it in chaos? Or rather, how am I speaking to someone? Is it in chaos? And so I just wanted to give you guys that. I I think it's really important that we try to respond instead of react. I think it's important that we try to process as much as we can. I know it's really hard to do, but just try to really understand, you know, the next thing you could say or the next thing you could do could really be detrimental and have some serious consequences. 
So again, today's quote of the day is, don't move in chaos. Okay, um, <clears throat> let's get into this episode. Uh, again, this is, uh, this is something that's never been done before. If a lot of people are sitting here thinking, um, JD, look, thank you. We appreciate it, but, but you don't have to. Um, I know I don't have to, and I appreciate you for your concern. Um, however, I, I just really felt the need to create this content, episode, video, um, podcast, audio, whatever you want to call it. I just really felt pulled to to create this, and I, I really hope it helps out a lot of people. And by the way, I'm, I'm working through this as we speak. This all um, was influenced because I was watching Oprah's... Um, I don't know what it is, but she's got an Apple TV right now, but she, you know, has a bunch of celebrities on. They, they have these great conversations and she had Will Smith on. This is back, I think, early November uh, 2021, right before his book came out. And they uh, went over a lot of his book and, and his personal life. Obviously, this is pre-slap and this is uh, <laughs> pre-whatever's going on right now, unfortunately, in Will Smith's life. And so much of, obviously, what he said in the book resonated with me. I, I've I've talked about that book often lately. Uh, it's, it's one of the best books I've ever read. And uh, I really resonated with what he was saying in this interview with Oprah. He was explaining the direction that the, um, I think the publisher, if I'm not mistaken, Mark, Mark Manson is, is the guy I'm referring to. So I'm not really sure if he's a publisher or what. But anyways, when Will Smith was, you know, like, I've never written a book before. I don't really know, you know, what to do or what to say, et cetera. And Mark Manson was like, you know, don't worry. He said, it's, it's basically going to be this arc of your life. And it's going to be like the start to where you are now. It's going to be this, this uh, fear to love. And when he said that, I was like, wait a minute. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm on this, this arc of life. And on one side and at the end of the bottom is, is fear. And on the other side, the other end and the other part of this arc is love. And I'm like right in the middle. So it just, I can't even tell you how much it resonated with me. I, I just like, I paused it. I'm, I'm really trying to think about this. And I'm like, from like, how did I get here? <laughs> right? Number one, uh, what has it been like in, in the fear realm, which is what I've, you know, been so accustomed to and so used to. And a lot of the love side of the arc is something that's completely foreign to me. It's, it's unknown. I'm just like, I got to figure this out because th this, is, this is the first time I've ever heard someone like explain how I really feel. And so I'm going to get into the journal entry. I got I to put my glasses on. Don't, don't uh, be easy on the comments. It's, it's late. My eyes go worse at night. LASIK surgery is uh, hopefully in the plan soon one day. But uh, okay. And by the way, I, um, I'm realizing like I'm, I'm pretty nervous right now. Um, again, this is something that's, that's very personal and, um, I know I'm taking a huge risk here, but, um, I'm going to do it anyway. So in and out, in and out. Okay. All right, here we go. So I've been on this journey of this arc on one end, it's fear. And on the other end it's love. This arc has involved plenty of relationships in my life. My relationship with my wife, my relationship with my daughter, family, and friends. And I'll break down how each has been impacted and affected 
as I go along. So to give you an example and, and just to paint a picture here of what's in my head, it's I feel like I'm at the top of this arc, like right in the middle. And on one side, again, is fear, and on the other side is love, and I'm at this top. And for majority of my life, I've, I've only been on the fear side of the arc. And so now, where I'm at in my life, and, and now who I have in my life, now I know it's time to transition into the love side of this arc. But I have no idea how to do that. Like, absolutely zero clue. I know a lot of people maybe can't relate to that because of your upbringing and, and because maybe you were blessed to have had love in your life and, and plenty of examples of what love is and what it feels like. And I don't. So you have to understand that I'm, I'm trying to do something that not only I've never, I've never done before and I've never experienced before, but I'm going in it like, like blindly, like I'm jumping without knowing that there's a net if that kind of makes sense. And as I continue in the journal entry, I say, it's scary as hell. (laughs) I find myself subconsciously wanting to slide right back down to the fear side because it's all I've ever known. It's safe and it's comforting in a very strange way. But then every now and then I've had glimpses and brief spurts and very few examples of the love side of things. And it feels so good when I felt those things. It's like medicine to an ache or a sore, like the only antidote or solution to the problem. It's like this voice inside of me for years now that says, it's okay, trust me, this will help you. This is what you need. It'll be worth it. You deserve this. You're worthy of this. And even when I've experienced these thoughts, I've, I've had these brief moments of like, yeah, but I've only known fear. And I, and I know that they say love is this, but I've only, I'm, I'm good over here. I'm comfortable here. But I'm like, I'm not good over here. I'm not comfortable here because everything I want is on the other side of this arc. But how do I get there? It's not as easy as just going up and back down. It doesn't work like that. I'm scared. What if I get hurt? What if I get abandoned? What if, what if, what if, what if? And so I'll paint this other picture of, Imagine now that we're at a crossroad and there's a road to the right and there's a road to the left and to the right is love. And so I'm at this crossroad and I think to myself, well, if I go right, which is love and it's also foreign and potentially going to hurt me. (laughs) But when I peek down this right side of the crossroad, which is love, I have these these visuals. And one visual is Shay. And I can see her. I, I, I'm at our wedding. I'm at the altar. I'm waiting for her to come down. And I can see her. And I can see her in her dress. And we lock eyes and I can see her looking at me and I, I can just feel that and I see that. And then I see my, my little girl. I see her at a, at a very young age and she's happy with me and she loves me unconditionally. And, and 
she's holding on to every word that I have to say and, and she just can't get enough of me. It's different now, by the way. She's full on teenager. And then I see my future kids down this right side of the crossroad. And I see them run up to me at the airport and jump into my arms. I just landed from a flight. And I see them running up to me, jumping in my arms when I pick them up from school. And I get this overwhelming sense of, of love, which is, again, so foreign to me. And so you would think by, by seeing this, right, I have this visual. It's like, okay, cool. If I go here, it's like, this, this is it, right? So why the hell can I just go right? <laughs> why can't I choose love at this crossroad? Well, the reason why I continue to go left <laughs> is because it's everything that I've known. And e although every single part of me is like, this is not the right direction. Like who I am now in my life at 35 years old, doing the work, everything in me is like, we got to stop going left. Let's, let's go right. But then I'm reminded well, at least we know how to navigate through this side. This is where the fight leads the way. Whereas on the right side of the crossroad is the flight. This is what I've always known. What and who have I always needed to be? Because when I'm not, that's when I worry about people letting me down, leaving me or mistreating me. But at least on this left side, I have the tools to cope and handle it. It's safe here. And so that's what I've been telling myself with the false sense of security. I know I can count on myself no matter what here. I've been here before. I'm used to this path. I'm used to the fight. I thrive in fight. I am fight. I built this and no one else, which means no one can take this away from me. And so I feel like I'm, I've been stuck at this crossroad of this intersection between love and fear for the last few years now. And I feel like my whole life has led me to this moment. And ironically, the left side of fear, which is very comfortable, I'm very familiar with that. I, I, you and I go way back on this left side. I already know you. You already know me. Ironically, I'm so afraid that if I continue to go down this left side, I'm going to lose what I work so hard to build. I'm going to lose some of the ones that I love with every ounce of my heart if I don't start to go right. So how this also translates in my head is <clears throat> who I've needed to be in my life in times of survival and fight, taking care of myself and raising myself from a young age, protecting myself, was absolutely necessary in my life back then mainly my younger years. And I'm so proud and I'm thankful that I was able to use those tools when the time was necessary. However, I'm not that little boy anymore. I'm not that teenage kid. I'm not that, that younger man anymore. What was necessary then is no longer necessary now. What was requested back then is no longer being requested now. 
And who I needed to be back then is not who I need to be now. And so I've been realizing I, I have to like really accept that though, right? Because one thing to say it, right? It's, it's one thing to be like, okay, cool. Like little Justin, thanks for coming out, man. You held it down this whole time. We'll take it from here. But little Justin, who's very present still to this day, is like, who the hell's we? <laughs> and I don't know who you are. How do I know I can trust you? How do I know that you got it from here? What does that even look like? What does that even mean? This is the, the lack of surrender, right? This is the control really trying to take over here. I went over this heavily in my ayahuasca episode. And it's something I'm really trying to work on. And so... I really have to start accepting this. I have to start accepting that I don't always have to be in control. The people in my life now are not the ones who were back then. Who I am now is totally different from who I was back then. The woman that I have in my life now, I've never, ever in my wildest dreams thought that I could have her and deserved her, more importantly. And she's here to help. Like, on top of all that, she's, like, willing and able to help. Like, put me in, coach. I'm just like, no, no, it's good. We're, 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 I know we're down by 87, but just, just hang on. I'll, I'll call your name in a minute, right? <laughs> so a part of, you know, as much as I need to accept the fact that I need to start leading with love, it's I need to thank that older version of myself and I need to just part ways I need to show it love for what it gave me I need to thank it for getting me through all that it did but if I'm going to receive what I so desperately want to receive I have to unlearn I have to learn new things and I have to try things I've never tried before But all of this has to be done by leading with love. Because I have plenty of reminders from all my years of leading with fear, and we know how that turned out. It was serving to who I was back then, but it is not serving to who I'm becoming now and who I want to become. It was a block between myself and ones who tried to love me, and it will all but guarantee that I won't receive what I so badly want which is love. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other thing that I I took away from the Will Smith and Oprah um, interview was, and I remember when Will had this in his book, it's a direct quote from him. And he says, living is the journey from not knowing to knowing, from not understanding to understanding, from confusion to clarity. And by universal design, you are born into a perplexing situation bewildered and you have one job as a human figure this shit out you have one job to figure this thing called life out right and not knowing is a major part of that it's about learning and you have to get comfortable with not knowing let me say that again I have to start getting comfortable with not knowing, with the unknown, with what is foreign, what I'm not used to, what I'm not accustomed to, what's on the other side of fear. I got to get comfortable with it because there's nothing wrong with you just because you don't know what to do. And that has been something that I've been trying to work through now for Um, the better part of the last six months of my life is being not being so hard on myself for not knowing what to do for not having all the answers to delegate to ask for help you know I I, I give this quote to a lot of my consultation uh, clients that I speak with and I've said it on multiple episodes which is just because you have to ask for help it doesn't mean you failed it means you're not alone I need to start taking my own advice because again, as I mentioned earlier, I have the greatest woman that has ever come into my life, willing and able to help. And I, I struggle delegating. I struggle asking. I fear what it, what it makes me look like. I fear that it, it, uh, not makes me weak, but makes me inadequate. It makes me like, am I not enough for her? Because the struggle with, with this particular part is like, you know, okay, it's a little bit like imposter syndrome, right? Like there are days where I ask myself, I need to tell Shay this more often, by the way, but I ask myself, like, how the hell did I get so lucky with Shay? Whether I look at her and I see every bit of the beauty that she is, or I talk to her and I see every bit of the same beauty, but inside her. And I'm like, how did I get so lucky? Like, I jokes over, you know, pull the curtain. Like, I, I, me, I'm me, I'm the husband. And so then I, I create this like, okay, well then, sh- I gotta, I gotta tighten everything up. I gotta, I gotta come correct all the time. <laughs> I have to have all the answers all the time. I, I have to, I have to, I have to, because if I don't, what if? And it's like this, this fear 
again, right? I'm leading with this fear. So that's what I mean. Like leading with fear shows up in multiple ways. And I'm just giving you one example. I'm reminded by the angelic nature of Shay that, you know, she also chose me. As much as I chose her, she also chose me. And I am worthy and I am deserving of her, even when I don't maybe have all the answers, even when I am in the unknown, (laughs) even when I am extremely vulnerable or unprepared, I am enough and I am worthy of her and I am worthy of her love, more importantly. So when, when it comes to my daughter, but we'll go here now. It's a completely different fear because there's a sense of like, why well, I'm her father, right? So it's a sense of like um, automatically deserved love and respect. I don't want to say entitled. I was going to use that word, but that, that's how I describe it. An automatic deserving of love and respect from my daughter because I'm her father. And for a long time now, it hasn't been automatic. Um, it's been a struggle, if I'm being completely honest. You know, I, I joke about these teenage years, but um, it's so different right now with Adriana. It's like, I don't know, I just, I feel like I'm losing her. And it it sucks because I like, I already lost so much time with her. You know, like I, even when I was living in Chicago, I only had her, you know, six, seven days a month. So it's, it's not just so much about the move to LA, although obviously that didn't help in this department. Um, but I feel like I'm losing her and I, and I, I literally can't afford to lose any more time with her. So any second feels like a whole hour. And it's, it's really um, challenging. I'm sad about it. Completely heartbroken. Um, and above all, like, I don't know how to talk to her about this. Um, we had a very serious heart-to-heart when she was out here um, for her spring break, so end of March, early April. And it was a really difficult conversation for both of us, very challenging, and it tested every bit of, like, the work that I'm doing. It, it, it tested every bit of it. Um, I failed most of the time. I was defensive most of the time. I was I was being accused of a lot of things. And I just, you know, I've been waiting to give my daughter my side of the story for 14 years. And I was being accused of things. And I'm like, great, no worries. I can explain. Now's the time that I can finally been waiting 14 years, like no worries. And instead, I should have just listened to understand. I should just listen to validate her feelings. And instead of listening to reply. And so I say all this because leading with fear with my daughter is the scariest of them all. You know, our children are, in my opinion, 
our children are the ones who can hurt us the most. And I'm not used to being this hurt for this long. Um, this, this is not like a, you know, by any means, obviously talking about, talking bad about my daughter. It's just, you know, <clears throat> venting this out a little bit, but it is, a it is fearful to jump to the, the love side of it because I'm afraid she's going to hurt me. And what sucks about that is my mom and dad did the same thing with me. And you all know, one of my favorite quotes is, you repeat what you don't repair. So your boy is trying to repair this. I'm trying not to repeat this. But again, it's like, well, it should be easy. Just go from fear to love. It's not. And I've actually had a lot of empathy from my mom and dad lately because I've, I, I get it now. I understand they were probably so scared of, of me hurting them. So I've, I've just really been trying to lead with love with my daughter, which I do most of the time. But I, I revert back to the fear when things aren't always going well. And I'm, I'm really trying to iron that out. I could go on and on about what's going on between my daughter and I, but I, I really don't um, want to share everything with you all. And I also don't want to um, talk about this without her. So maybe when she comes out for the summer, we can we can sit down and ha- do an episode. But for now, that's, you know, a lot of, of what's happening there. All right. So let me get back into um, into the arc analogy again. And this is, you know. The main reason why I wanted to create this episode was to see how many of you can relate to this. Because again, this is this is very new for me. And I'm, and I'm realizing the reason why it resonated with me so much last night and watching Will Smith and Oprah speak is because, you know, if life is all about figuring it out, right? Life is all about, let me go back to the quote, life or living is the journey. I feel like where I am in the journey today is I am in the very middle of it all. And a part of me is like, well, great. Like, look where we've come, right? Like, wow, I've, I've come such a long way. Like, if, if thank God I didn't have a podcast <clears throat> any earlier than, than when I created this because I would have zero followers, zero subscribers. I was, um, <laughs> I was not in the place that I'm at now. Let's just say that. And so, and then the other part of me is like, Look how much of a blank canvas we still have in front of us that we can so beautifully paint with however the hell we want to paint it. But right now, the middle sucks. And it's so hard and it's so scary. And this is not a, a you know, a man up moment. <laughs> we'll call it that. It's not like, come on, man. Everyone goes through shit in life. Man up or just deal with it. Life is hard. Just It's not about that. Like, so if anyone's thinking that, um, <laughs> please don't. It's it's deeper than that. You know, I've I work really hard on trying to become the potential I know I have. Trying to 
live up to that and and taking it day by day and and you know reflecting on who i was versus where i am and now where i'm going and all of that and therapy and podcasts and all the above um and the middle right now is is uh this is like the the most confusing time of my life because it's like i have everything that i've really truly manifested but i'm not fully happy so it's like what would it take <laughs> for me to be fully happy and i don't know i mean if if you're waiting for the answer i have, I have no I, I have an idea but i i um it starts with with changing how i lead and again instead of leading with fear i, I have to start leading with love so again, I don't know how many of you can can relate to this. Um, if I just went on a complete rant and uh, this was only meant for me, I, I apologize. Um, but something tells me there's, there's plenty of you out there who understand what I'm saying. So <clears throat> before I continue just to ramble, um, I'm going to try to get back to some structure here and we can end with this. Um, for the ones who are kind of stuck on my um, crossroad picture that I painted of if I go right, it's love. If I go left, it's fear. And, and down the right side is Shay, is my daughter. It's my future kids. It's um, what I've always dreamed of and fantasized of. I wish I could tell you <laughs> that it's easy just to go right. I, I like you have to understand it's the best way to describe it is like this this constant pull it's like this tug of war of i want to go love but fear is all i've ever known i really want to trust love but when i did look what happened i really want to just fully leap into something i've never done before but this is all i've ever known and i i constantly go back and forth like this really came up in my ayahuasca ceremony actually now that's all coming to me. <laughs> um, I just made sense of a lot of stuff. Um, and I get it. I, you know, I, I listen, I'm, I'm glad I'm aware of it. Let me just, let me just say that as well. Um, cause for the longest time in my life, I felt these things, couldn't articulate them, but I felt them. Um, but I wasn't truly aware like I am now. And I have to say, I'm, I'm beyond grateful of the awareness, the self-awareness now I'm getting to the acceptance part and then it's the application part. And, um, God, I'm just, I'm so blessed to not have to do this alone. And I have Shay and I have uh, an incredible support group. And, um, you know, I just, I feel like I don't have a choice. What I mean by that is like, Again, if I want what I want, if I want to receive what I've always dreamed about, I, I don't have a choice. This is the only way is love. Because <laughs> the fear stuff, I can't do it anymore. Like, I, I can't do it anymore. I, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't really have the energy to do it anymore. I don't have the determination to do it anymore. And I've seen the results of when I've done it, what what the consequences are, because they're every bit of that, they're consequences. 
So again, I, I hear you. It's like, JD, just, just go right, man. You, you, I get it. I, I understand. I wish it could be that simple, but it's not. And right now I'm at the top of this arc and I, you know, I'm like leaning down fear, but I'm like really focused on love. And, uh, I just wanted to give you an update as to where I was on this arc. I wanted to, um, share this journal entry with you because one of my favorite comments is like, wow, I'm not alone. Or, man, you said it so beautifully. I, that's that's exactly how I feel. I just couldn't really say it like that. Um, so hopefully I get some of those comments and reviews and, and feedback from this one. Um, I also really appreciated everyone from my ayahuasca episode. Um, all the beautiful feedback of, you know, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your vulnerability. So, um, this was just duplicating that, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I go through it like all of you. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to be clear on that. So anyways, um, that's it. I, I uh, apologize for rambling. I, I, uh, I didn't really know how this was going to go. I just, I wanted to get that journal entry out. And when I did, I kind of was stuck, but, uh, I will say it feels good to finally be able to put my finger on this. You know, and, and now it's time to really start to apply all that I've become newly aware of. So uh, let me also just just take some time right now to express full gratitude for the community. You know, I've, I, uh, I read every single comment, every single DM. I respond to both. And I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm really blown away from... The beginning to now, we are growing so fast. And again, I just I just really appreciate you all. I appreciate you all for accepting me, for accepting my stories, for accepting my guests, uh, my content, my topics, my wife, my family. And uh, again, mainly just me. Um, and you guys always say, as, as again, as I mentioned, one of my favorite comments is, you know, I feel like I'm not alone. And, and I feel like I'm not alone. Maybe that's why it resonates with me so much. So... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, from now until next week, have an amazing rest of the week and uh, see you guys next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.